Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. And Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. Let me tell you a little bit about Scott Mitchell, a mind-opening Bible teacher, host of Bible Mysteries podcast. Scott has been a student of the Bible, Bible history, and biblical mysteries for 40-plus years. His careers have spanned music, legal support, and technology. Scott has pastored a Bible church in Texas is the founder of the Unlock the Bible Now ministry, and after years of study, Scott found the key to unlocking the secrets in the Bible. Scott began Bible Mysteries podcast, and his utbnow.com website shares the truth about what the world is trying to hide. Scott, welcome back. It's great to be back, George. Good to hear you. I'm looking forward to this, and how have you been? I've been quite well. Uh, last time you and I spoke, I had uh, a, an attack happening <laughs> in a in a hotel room as I was traveling, and uh, this time I I made sure to pray and armor up so the same attack won't happen again. Was it a demonic attack on you? I do believe so. Uh, you and I had spoken m- m- several times in the past, and I never had my throat just close up as if. Somebody grabbed it and and closed it up, and I I was struggling to even speak. They did Uh, not want you to tell us whatever you were telling us that night. (laughs) I I firmly believe that, and and how silly of me not to think about making sure the armor of God was was surrounding me. I just just didn't think about it, and sure enough, uh, yeah, that came through. Scott, before we get into the UFO alien tie-in here, give us your description of fallen angels and what they are. Yeah, so I I believe that the Bible indicates the angels were created by God in the beginning, and evidently one-third of them uh, 
joined uh, one particular cherub uh, in, a, in an insurrection against God. This particular cherub was named Lucifer. He wanted to be God, and he drew a third of the angels in, into this rebellion. There was a war, and it practically devastated our solar system. I, I believe the evidence is all around us. Uh, it's, it's possible that the asteroid belt that we see today was a planet called Rahab in the Bible, and the devastation that came from that rained down on Mars and the moon and the earth. And, uh, but at one point, the earth was their home. It was his dominion. And then God restored that planet, granted dominion of the earth to man, whom he created, much more recently than the angels. And the angels have been angry, and they've wanted it back ever since. What made them go astray in the first place? Pride. Uh, th this entity named Lucifer was a cherub that was created the most beautiful uh, created being, uh, full of the sum of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Every precious stone was his covering, according to Ezekiel 28, and uh, that was not enough for him. He wanted more than just to be second fiddle to the Lord himself. He wanted to be, he wanted to receive worship, and he was able to convince these angels to join him in a rebellion probably by promising them some form of power or dominion themselves if they won the insurrection. And hence we get the phrase, the love of money is the root of all evil. Have they grown in terms of stature or population amongst themselves? I don't believe they have, but it's interesting you bring that up, George, because the angels themselves don't procreate amongst each other. Uh, we know that they violated God's commandment in Genesis 6 when they came down and procreated with human women to create the giants of the Nephilim. So the Nephilim uh, had increased their numbers, at least up to the time when they were destroyed in the flood of Noah and became the disembodied spirits or demons, as people refer to them. But they'll be, uh, I believe, the, the alien abduction uh, hybridization program is increasing their numbers now because the devil knows he's outnumbered uh, two to one in this upcoming battle, and he's creating an army, in my opinion, of hybrid human aliens that are much more. They're they're the, the Superman or the X Men, you know, of of our fantasy movies, but they're going to be uh, they're literally going to war against the God of Heaven when he returns. And how, yes, tell us how Scott you tied the alien phenomenon in with the fallen angels then. Well, you know, it kind of starts with the passages in um, in the Bible about the term the chariots of fire. In fact, that's uh, episode 123 and 124 at com. if anybody wants to check it out. But these are vehicles of conveyance, you know, and, and those centuries of the prophets like Elijah – to see something flying across the sky, th there were no cars or airplanes for them to equate that to. So in the language of their century, they're calling it a chariot of fire because it's the closest vehicle of conveyance that they can compare it to. But in reality, I believe what they were seeing were what we would call UFOs. And this idea that angels... Unfortunately, Christianity is deeply infected with heresies, including Gnosticism today and Christoplatonism. And so we think of angels as these non-corporeal spirit beings, but they're not. They're very much physical and corporeal. They, when they have appeared in the Bible, they appear to look like men. They eat. 
they they can be touched and handled, and they they these chariots of fire are drawn by horses of fire, according to uh, the Bible in the Book of Kings and Samuel. So Second Samuel. So you've got. We've got to change our thinking of, of this Western ideology from the Bible when, in fact, it's, a, it's an Oriental book, and we need to think mm-hmm. of it as a, as a Middle Eastern book, you know, and, and, and with Eastern mentality. And the ancients and the rabbis of, of old, they didn't think of angels as ghostly apparitions. They knew that they were physical beings that could be touched and held. Scott, are the aliens all fallen angels or are some of them indeed from other planetary systems that's the great question george that there's debate about um i fall on the on the side of they're not aliens they're not they're extraterrestrial in every sense of the word uh because they're not from this planet necessarily but I think that the Greys, for example, that everybody talks about um, from, say, Roswell, right. they are probably host bodies for the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim. So I, that's where I come down on it. There's, there's other opinions about that. But I believe they are probably carrying out an agenda. I don't think they want to be doing this. Uh, they would rather possess a human body if they could, and they're doing plenty of that, too particularly, in my opinion, in government. Uh, I believe politicians are mostly possessed. And that doesn't mean they're running around spinning their heads and spitting pea soup like the movies, you know. They, they're following a carefully uh, orchestrated agenda of domination and destruction of civilization because they want to bring about this government of the Antichrist. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
Can your savings weather an economic storm? Think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. It's why people are flocking to it now and why Birch Gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole... Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again. Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Now, there's a program underfoot, of course, where we claim the abductions are done by extraterrestrials. You think there's another agenda here? I really do, because if you think about the fact that in Genesis 6, when the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and took them wives of which they chose, I believe there was an exchange that took place. They, they made a contract with humanity because God gave man dominion of the earth. So there's some rules of engagement they have to play by. And when they came down, they said, hey, give us your wives. We will uh, give you technology. And the exchange took place. Well, when the wives were taken by these entities, these were fallen angels. But the children that were produced by them uh, and the women of earth were hybrids. So these became the giants of the Bible in, in the land of Canaan later on after that. But God destroyed the entire planet with a flood because of that. And, you know, the, the story of Noah is not the story we learned as little kids, where, you know, two of our kind of animal went in the ark mm-hmm. because people were just not nice to each other. No, th- there was a genetic corruption and manipulation of God's creation of not just humans, but of the animal kingdom. So chimeras and things like that from, from lore and mythology are probably true. And therefore, God destroyed even the animal kingdom except for the ones that he saved on the ark. What he placed on the ark were the only genetically pure humans and animals that he originally created from their kind. And he saved those, but destroyed the rest because they were not fully human. And I believe that um, these became the disembodied spirits the, the dead Nephilim, the dead giants, and they are probably through their fathers, which are the fallen angels, the ones that remained unchained in hell because they weren't punished yet. They haven't done the, the same things that their brethren did. They're the ones that probably created or somehow manufactured host bodies for them. And that could somehow be an indication of what the greys potentially are. Were they Scott abominations? I, I think they were, weren't they? Absolutely, absolutely. And in fact, the, the, uh, that's a great term for it because we don't get this story from the Bible, but there's a, there's a book called the Book of Enoch, which is considered a non-canonical book, but it's historically significant. And it's the only book that, that tells of this story about the Nephilim uh, in, in the details that we get from that. And I give it relevance only because it's actually cited in the Bible, in the book of Jude and, and by Second Peter. But they state that these entities came, and when they fathered the, the offspring, the, these giants took over. The, the legends of the Titans and the, and the Greek gods, all of that ties back to these things. 
and they practically destroyed and enslaved humanity. In fact, they even ate human beings, according to the book of Enoch. And so that's why they, men cried out to God for, for relief, and that's why they were destroyed. But these entities, um, because they were not human, they didn't die. I don't think they had souls. They didn't die like men. They died and became these disembodied spirits roaming around seeking a body to inhabit, whether human or animal. In your podcast episodes, you talk about Satan's attack on children. What's going on there? Yeah, that's something that's really come to my attention lately. Uh, we discussed that in episode 127 and 128, but all the way back in the Bible, there was the uh, worship of a god named Molech or Baal, and the uh, the Canaanites were doing that, and then when the children of Israel were given the land, the conquest of Canaan was literally the destruction or eradication of more giants. And one of the, one of the abominations they were doing was they were burning their children in the fire to Moloch. This is Satan's um, manifestation of himself as one of the gods, and he required uh, blood sacrifices. So even Israel got caught up in doing this worship. Now you and as, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead, Scotty. I was going to say that as a result of that, they were cursed by God, and so there's something about generational curses that came to my understanding from Exodus 20 when God had said, uh, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children under the third and fourth generation. And I thought, well, that's not fair because they're, they're children. They didn't do anything wrong. But the problem is it's the, it's the ramifications of what they did, that the adults, the parents did, that brought these repercussions onto children in later generations and hence i think we're seeing things now like sleep paralysis uh generational curses and the current attack on our children through uh gender dysphoria is being pushed you know uh, toxic masculinity they talk about that normalization of pedophilia all that's happening right now uh and that's why jesus made a special curse on those who would offend these little ones that believe in me in Matthew 18. He wasn't kidding around. What do you think sleep paralysis might be if it's not just a medical term? You know, it's really interesting because it, it, it's dismissed as a medical or psychological thing if you look it up and, and search it on the web. But when you actually research the word like nightmare, it's derived from an old English word, mare, which is not the horse, but it's a mythological demon or goblin huh. who torments others with frightening dreams. That's what the actual mare was. And so I, I myself have experienced this, and I'll, I'll share a story with you if you want later. But these um, demonic entities, I believe, are attempting to lure children into deception, or it may be that what they're actually experiencing is the abduction uh, phenomenon and the screen memories that are given to them are all they can recall is maybe a bad dream. Interesting. Now, what about your sleep paralysis experience? What happened to well, you? Yeah, it's interesting because when I was young, but yeah, I didn't grow up in a religious family at all, and we never darkened the door of a church. And I recall having recurring nightmares as a young child, and one of them involved I would be asleep in my own room in my bed, but I I was awake. It's like I could see my body lying on the bed as if I was outside of my body. And I would watch the body rise up off the bed, uh, you know, with, with the covers off. And I started to float down a hallway, a long, dark hallway, which I assume was my house. 
you know, and it was going in the direction of, I guess, where my parents' bedroom was at the end of the house, but it was just dark and scary, and I would be struggling to wake up, but I couldn't move. You know, you'd be screaming, but you couldn't move, and a very interesting thing happened recently, George, where this recurred a number of times, probably until I was around 13 or 14, and I'm now 60 years old. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was visiting my brother in Nashville, and he's just a few years younger than I am. And we were just having a discussion, and I never talked to him about this. I never brought this up to him. We never talked about it. And I asked him if he had ever had any recurring nightmares when he grew up, when he was little. And he described the exact same dream that I had only difference was he said at the end of a dark hallway where there was some sort of an entity some kind of an, he didn't describe it as a demon i don't even think he's really a a a believer uh in in the faith but he described it as an entity and of course the hair stood up on the back of my neck because we've never discussed this and yet he had the same thing and so i started thinking about could these things be coming through because of something in our ancestry you know, did we have some Masonic great-great-grandparent or, or some occult practice that made a covenant? And, and I began to look into generational or, curse. Or a curse, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A generational curse. I think, like, the Kennedys were cursed a long time ago, weren't they? Yeah. I, I, I believe that's very possible. If we take at, at, at literal value what God said in Exodus 20 about visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children then you can see where that's coming from. I, at that point, not know, you know, I, I can say that I had uh, two sets of grandparents. My maternal grandparents were people of faith. My paternal grandparents were not. And my own father uh, was an only child that struggled. And, and I'll tell you just a, a funny, not really funny, but a, kind of an interesting story that I learned much, much later in life that my father's mother, my paternal grandmother, uh, was basically forced to marry my grandfather. I don't think she loved him. I think she wanted another man. In fact, she even ran away, and her father, my great-grandfather, dragged her back to the altar, and she had to marry what ended up being my grandfather. But I don't believe there was any love between the two of them. And my father grew up in that sort of dysfunctional environment, so he didn't know how to love and therefore, my siblings and I were raised in a, in a, it was like a cycle, a pattern was being repeated. And interestingly enough, my grandmother's father was a Presbyterian minister, you know, but she had, uh, had had enough of Christianity, she wanted nothing to do with it, and you can imagine why in her mind, you know, after that. And so I, it's almost as though at somewhere in the family line where we might have been a family or people of faith, that faith was abandoned and that the curse began. And I don't know if it was with my grandmother or before that, but that's just the way I was analyzing it. If you were to have told them then about fallen angels and aliens, what would they have said? My family or my grandparents? Yes. You know, I have one set of grandparents that would have talked to me with an open mind, and, and they were students of the Bible, and they were the people that probably were praying for me and gently encouraging me through that time of, of I would say, uh, ignorance or darkness when I was young. So I thank God for them. They would have had that discussion with me. I, I've got other members of my family. If I, I mean, I even asked my brother point blank, do you believe in demons? And without hesitation, he said no. 
even though he shared the dream with me about the entities. He said no. So there's there's a cognitive dissonance, and I think we probably try to suppress bad memories, bad feelings, and you know that your your body will remember what the mind forgets. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.